You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole, and thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. So grateful to be chatting with you, talking with you, interacting with you on social media, and so glad to have you hanging out with me right now. And, um, you know, as we're continuing to move into the end of 2021, and this fourth quarter is going by so quickly, I just wanted to continue to thank you guys so much for your support. Just a thought with Sheree Nicole is well into its second season, and I have you to thank for that. So thank you for your continued support, and I hope I have your continued support as we move into 2022. And uh, that's just my thought. Just a thought. I just wanted to be grateful in this moment and share my gratefulness with you. And uh, I also want to share my gratefulness for the opportunity to chat with the one and only Maya. We got a chance to sit down recently and chat about her new film on Lifetime and so much more. So check it out. You know, you got to give people their flowers while they're here. And I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with an icon, I like to call her, singer, songwriter, and star of the new Lifetime movie, which is exceptional. Yeah, I saw it before you did. It's called My Favorite Christmas Melody. It's premiering on Lifetime Sunday, December 5th. Make sure you guys check it out. That's 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'm talking about Maya. Maya, thank you so much for hanging out with me. How are you? And uh, you look amazing through the Zoom, by the way. <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. And, you know, I, I talked about this movie a little bit, just a little bit of backstory for those who are like, oh, my God, Maya's in a Christmas movie. What's it about? Well, guys, it's about a <laughs> Maya plays a promising singer songwriter. Her name's Abby in the movie. And she finds herself writing uninspired jingles for commercials. And as she heads home for the holidays, she's enlisted by a local high school music teacher to help save their school's arts program, which I think is pretty cool. But in the meantime, in between time, she she uh, finds love and other things that are really fun. So Maya, I, I was so excited. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was so excited to see you on screen in this capacity. I just, really? it, yes, because you're, you're, there's a charm about you as an actress that I think is really, really lovely. So for you, you know, thinking about this film and thinking about Lifetime and the, the tradition they have as far as films mm -hmm. are concerned overall, like what was your approach coming into this? What did you want to make sure you got across on screen? Well, I love a good Lifetime film. I love holiday films, something that the entire family can watch. Everyone, all ages. I have nieces, nephews, cousins, baby cousins, godchildren being born, you know, right and left. So it's always nice to do something that you can actually show your family and be proud of outside yeah. of just what they know you for and, and music. But I'm a theater kid too. I came from the arts. So when I, I get pitched a project to be a part of that, I can do either dance or singing and acting yeah. or even the composition aspect in one pop. It's a dream <laughs> project for me. You know, yeah. uh, Broadway was the, the one thing that I did want to pursue fresh out of college. So to do films like Chicago, and then obviously this is a musical yeah. Christmas film. It's, it's a nice playground for me and it's a nice treat always. 
I love how you call it a playground. And, and with that said, <laughs> what, what level of um, opportunity or optimism do you feel when you get to act versus when you get to sing? Well, acting can be very, very personal, but it's sort of like a nice escape because it's not your necessary government name attached to your every move. So you're not quite judged uh, as much as you are carrying your legacy in music as your government known name, you know, um, which people, I think, uh, criticize you personally for. So how you process things may reflect on who you are as a person, even when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone or your box. You have to live with those decisions because it is very personal because it is you, whether it is or not. And so a lot of artists struggle with that when they don't rename themselves separate and apart from their birth certificate. Um, And so getting to act, you get to step into someone else's shoes, deliver it how you think uh, is best suited for the character, but bring something to life and you can live in those, that person's space, but it's not you. You bring what you can to the table, but you're telling someone else a story. Mm. You said something right then. You said it's not you. And your character kind of struggles with that too. And in her heart, her soul, her talent, she's very much a, she's a singer. She's a mm-hmm. performer, but she finds herself in a position where she's got to go to the corporate side to somewhat exercise her gift. So, you know, for you as an artist, I'm, I'm sure you've come across a lot of different challenges over the course of your career. You know, how mm-hmm. were you able to kind of play off of some of the things you may have experienced and also put it and feed it into this character with this particular scenario that I just mentioned? Well, you, <laughs> it's really interesting. Abby, the character, experiences devastation for the first time mm-hmm. in, on the corporate side yeah. uh, when one of her songs is stolen from a live performance and it's all over radio on another artist, of course. And that can deter you from wanting to do music ever again. And so she finds herself, of course, writing jingles for commercials and it's not what her first love is. Um, Me, I've been in the business for over 23 years now and something is bound to happen that is going to break your spirit temporarily. But if you can have the faith and the strength to push through, you'll learn that those obstacles lead you to either a new path, learning a new skill set, prompt you to step into a different territory that you're not familiar with and have not necessarily mastered. And so things like that have happened, but they've been ultimate blessings from album leaks to accidental releases that have prompted me to start my own label of now. 13 years and nine projects later with two more coming out and it's literally paid off in so many different ways, but you can't allow experiences that are there as lessons and blessings to teach you. You can't allow those things to break you, but to mold you to become a better person and obviously a better business person, because that's necessary to survive in any kind of corporate world or business or field. And so literally I draft my own contracts now. Sometimes I've been my own manager, agent, whatever it takes, but that's what devastation teaches you to. Mm. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's stick with that word. And I know we're in the holiday spirit, guys. We're still in the holiday yeah. spirit, but I, but I want to stick with that, with that word devastation because Maya brought up something that I think is important um, because you talk about lessons and you talk about devastation. And I can say it took me years to kind of grasp the lesson from a devastating moment. <laughs> Um, yes. Even now at 35, I'm like, man, when I was 26 and this bothered me, I wish I could have really added this revelation to it. So for you, was there, you know, a, a particular moment in your life or career where something was really, you know, devastating for you as an artist and you were able to grasp the lesson quickly 
Because I know sometimes it takes time. And if not, how were you able to understand like this hardship really is for my for my good and for my betterment and for my advancement? Because I think that's hard for a lot of people to kind of grasp. Well, you know, you never master things immediately, but yeah. I think because opportunity came from the announcement that I went independent and I'm no longer yeah. with a major label, um, there was a label in Japan that actually asked me to produce my own album, but it was only specific to one territory. So that opportunity came immediately after my album got leaked in that territory, which I looked at as a blessing. Yeah. Now I could pick it apart and say, oh, it's just only Japan. It's not big enough. But I took the opportunity for what it was. I learned how to executive produce an album from top to bottom, not just the music side, mm. but put a creative team together, engineer my album in my basement wow. <laughs> studio, but also draft the contracts what does a production agreement look like literally handle my own publishing and then tour in different territories of the world that I'd never been before and then have crew members over there based that you can use in wow. the future just different things on a very boutique level but you have to not be afraid to look smaller to the world and humble yourself because sometimes that one lesson is like going to school first grade then you graduate, then you graduate, and then you graduate. And then eventually, with consistency, you master something and then on to the next. On to so the next graduation. It was never an immediate, right. It was never an immediate gratification for me, an immediate blessing that I recognized. It's yeah. just, hey, you're either going to twiddle your thumbs or you're going to get to work. And wherever yeah. this leads, it leads. And so I stepped forward in the places that didn't seem right to the fans, you know, and maybe look like failure to other people. But those were ultimately the setups that allowed me to be successful in my independent career, you know, and I'm proud of that. As you should be, as you should be. And it's it's not easy (laughs) to sustain in the way that you have. So, you know, always kudos to you for just continuing to push and persevere. And I want to move back to, to this film, my favorite Christmas melody, because one of the things that I loved, I'm really big on songwriting, Maya, because I feel like it's a lost art. No shade to anyone, but. Um, so for me, I love that that was kind of the premise behind a, a lot of what we see in the film. So for you as an artist, how cool was it for you to, you know, really in, indulge in the songwriting aspect of music? Well, you know, in the pandemic, let's start there. I was stationary enough to actually finish two albums. Mm. And so songwriting for me is a big part of my independent journey and building your teams of composers, of musicians, of producers, of songwriters, and myself as an engineer and songwriter. But to step into the character of Abby Walker, this is coming from her soul, everything that she writes. So it's a very personal situation. And it is very personal for Maya as a recording artist because there are literal life experiences that you apply. There are literal literal moments of therapy that you need for yourself that you bring to your songwriting or conversations with girlfriends. So it gets very personal. Um, I pull from that place to deliver the character and I take it very seriously too, but it's fun. It's free therapy. Music is not serious, but the business can get serious. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the spirit of Christmas and all of that family-oriented environment and film with the challenges and the obstacles, but a 360 moment at the end of the film gives people inspiration and hope to continue through whatever they might be experiencing. And then also not to always seek outside of what we consider to be accessible or away from home, because sometimes Mm. the real true gems are in our roots and where we come from. They bring us right on back 
humble us and remind us that all of the things that you're chasing out there ain't it. It's right here and it's always been here. So find that place. And that was an experience for me personally too that I related to with Abby um, because that's where I found my footing in my independent journey. Going back home and building the foundation and teaching, which she also does in the yes. film, starting my foundation and becoming a teacher in real life. Um, oh. Very, very relatable. And those are the things that you hold on to and also bring that fulfillment, purpose filled yeah. life. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so good. That's so good. And one of the other mantras that I took from the film was trust. I mean, yeah. your character, Abby, has to, she, she has to learn to trust again in, in, in many areas. And uh, right. she, she struggles a little bit. She, she, she finds a way to snap out of it, but she struggles a little bit. So can you kind of speak to that and, and ultimately what you hope that viewers, you know, are able to grasp when it comes to trusting, whether it's in love, whether it's in what they do professionally, whether it's with, you know, their family members or friends? Yes, it takes a humble spirit to admit that we're not all the way together and that we might have an issue that we haven't addressed, whether that's with a therapist or just talking about it or taking a leap of faith again. But obviously Abby experiences disappointment when her song is stolen and it's very, very difficult for her to co-write yeah. <laughs> with anyone and share her ideas because she's been stripped of that. And then it's become a cash situation for someone else. Yeah. And she knows how she felt in, in that time. Something was taken away from her. So yes, of course it's difficult to trust us and we have all been there in some aspect or capacity of our lives but there's a moment where she says to herself you know either you're going to move forward in life or you're going to keep stifling yourself and your very very own god-given gift mm. so we can't keep playing this game you know it's something that you actually love and that brings you joy and she finds that through the children at the arts program at school yeah. And through the teacher that doesn't quite start off on the right <laughs> foot with her. Um, and then in love, because it's very, very difficult to love until you love yourself. Yeah. And a part of her self-love is music. But she's given up on that in the capacity that she wants to do, do it. So when she returns to that in her roots, I think she's a little bit more open. And that's environmental change, too. That home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we watch her, to your point, go come into herself and be willing to take risks for what she wants to do ultimately and what she loves, which is also something that can be very challenging, but I believe is very rewarding. So for you, you know, looking at this from the scope of, of being a black woman, I mean, how, what would you say to, to those of us who are out here who are still afraid to kind of take those risks, who are still tiptoeing around making a decision that might seem like it's, it's risky in the beginning, but the other side of that line might lead us to the very thing that we desire to do. What would be your advice to those listening in that position? Well, as a black woman, just know that you always have all of the assets and the facets to do anything that you choose to do when you choose to do it. The magic is already in you. Even though the world might discredit you, not necessarily pay you the same as everyone else, show up for yourself always every day it takes practice it takes consistency what you put in your body what who and what you surround yourself with invest in yourself that's the biggest gift that you can give to yourself which is also a gift to everyone that you come in contact with because there's many people that do rely on you that look up to you and you're the original woman the giver of all life on this planet and don't forget it 
there are so many voices out there that tell you that you're not, but remember who you are. And um, you have to know that. And I think when you prove yourself, prove to yourself over and over again in private that you can get through this and that you can get through a new challenge or a new obstacle or conquer a small little goal, it applies to the next and the next and the next. Yeah. And ultimately gets you to where you want to be over time with consistency, with action, faith, without works is dead. Right. So applying all of that, but I think it starts within and knowing who you are. And that starts with positive self-talk, yeah. meditation, freeing yourself of distractions and the things that bring you down energetically and protecting that because you're special and you're needed, period. <laughs> so yeah. you have to talk to yourself and then follow it through with action. And then things fall into place. I love that. I love that. Maya, I'm loving you on screen right now. And I, and I, I always love you musically. So let's, we're not throwing that off the table, but I must ask <laughs> you, is there a role that you really want to play? Yes. I that's on your heart that you really want to play. You know, I love the movies Kill Bill, Sin City, um, City of God. There are a lot of action films that I'd love to be in. I love training hard and being pushed to my limits. Something that requires me to get beat up for about <laughs> six months, you know, where I'm wow. on a hiatus for, for real. Maya went go somewhere because I'm training to do something that my body's never done before. And then obviously show up as an actress, but an assassin role, hello. Even a series, you know, Law and Order is addictive. Anything in that essence, but opposite of Maya. I love musicals, so that's something that I can't help. I can't help yeah. playing the singer because this is something I naturally fall into <laughs> in Broadway, of course. But I think the challenging roles that require specific types of training, whether it's dialect or physical activities or a martial art, is somewhere where I've always wanted to be and wow. to challenge myself with because I know I can do it as a dancer and slash athlete, but that's something that I'd really love to accomplish in film. That is so one day. Cool. Okay. okay <laughs> casting directors, if you're listening, let's make this happen. Cause I think that's going to be pretty cool. And, and going back to the music, as we close out here, you know, you said you got two, first of all, how do you get two albums done? And th this pandemic has been long, but it has well, been, I've been working long. on these so albums for years. That's a lot of, but to be able to sit down because I'm a, yes. a workaholic, I constantly work and I'm addicted to the road. Um, to be able to sit down because you have a reason to and you can't go outside uh, enabled me to literally complete the albums that I started a few years ago and one in particular in 2013 you know while releasing other albums in the universe so these next two I'm really really proud of because it's personal and it's also homage so I can't wait to share I'm not going to say too much I okay. love it. Uh, okay, so I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tap you on the shoulder just to say a little <laughs> bit more without saying too much. What part of Maya's heart do you want people to hear when they listen to this new music that's coming? The tear jerking part, the one that is so open and vulnerable that exposes herself, you know, and and what the journey has really truly consisted of outside of just entertainment and songs that are going to make you bob or dance. Those are nice as escape, but the personal side, the soul the thing that lasts after your body you know disintegrates that's mm -hmm. what people will feel on one of these projects and then you'll also hear a little bit of my living room and how I grew up in 70s funk and 90s R&B and all of that stuff 
um, paying homage on the other one, which is completely opposite of the other album. So a little bit of everything, but on two separate projects, but the soul matters. So I'm happy to share that side of myself because I've been putting out R&B albums with the essence of 90s, 90s R&B for my, you know, my core base of R&B that started from day one in 1998 with me. These last few albums have been straight R&B and, and mentifos and, and slow jams for the most part for the lovers out there that have grown up with me. But these next two are even more special. So I'm happy to share them sometime next Yay. year. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear them and you guys need to get excited because once again, Maya is starring in my favorite Christmas melody It's premiering on Sunday, December the 5th on Lifetime at 8 p.m. Eastern. Trust me, guys, you will not be disappointed. It is a beautiful film. And as Maya talked about a little bit earlier, it is for the family. So kids, uncles, mm -hmm. aunties, sisters, brothers, grandparents, parents, whoever, everybody can catch this, catch this <laughs> film. Maya, how can people, people keep up with all the amazing things that you're doing on social media and beyond? You can follow me at Maya Planet Nine on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Clubhouse, all that stuff. And then uh, my website is mayamaya.com forward slash events for the tour, lifestyle for the vegan starter guide. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. And I hope you enjoy all the Lifetime films coming up starting November 12th, by the way. They have 35 Christmas films on the way, more than wow. any other network. And enjoy. Well, we definitely will. Maya, I want to thank you for all the, the, the time, first of all, and all the seeds you've sown in this industry. Just a class act and um, just continued success to you as you move forward. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for the questions. They were really interesting and different. <laughs>